0: Welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I am your host, Lauren.
1: And I'm Jai.
0: What's up, everybody? We're so excited. We're going to do, uh, we're going to talk about Nowhere today from Gregor Rocky, because the last one we did, we did the Doom Generation, and we said we were going to do this one next. So I'm super hyped to hear your thoughts on this one.
1: Yeah. Um, it's actually quite like, quite cool that we've done two films by the same Director, like two weeks. Yeah, ago. we should have done the full trilogy, I guess. We should have, yeah. But um, but
0: these two are like the the big standouts, and you can definitely see like the production from how Dune Generation was to how this one is. Like you can tell, it's like super like more ramped up. Anyway.
1: Yeah, no, totally, you can. It's see super
0: that. cool. But how's it? How's it going in uh in your world? I'm trying to keep this somewhat current, so I'm trying to like. So everybody like knows, like we're in July right now. <laughs> so it's what, the sixteenth today? So uh so yeah, what's been going on? What are you
1: Well up to? um oh what have I been up to? Um just kind of like doing some work really. I feel like most people have gone back to work. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people have it. It's more of a I don't know, like Going back to your normal routine, sort of thing. Yeah,
0: kind of. Kind yeah. of,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, really.
0: I feel like we're at a half and half point. It's like some people are still kind of in lockdown in their homes, and then some people are, are out, like you know, working and doing regular stuff. I
1: yeah, I feel like it doesn't really feel like I'm um, quarantine anymore, but no, I it just, doesn't. It doesn't. But I feel that. Well, I haven't done anything fun recently to be honest so um and I haven't really seen anyone like yeah I, I went to um to to see a friend yesterday for the first time and um, just she has a shop basically and I, I went to her shop and it was only like the two of us so we both wore masks and everything but was I went it to weird look- um it wasn't no it didn't feel weird like no, it's it's this is what I mean. Like it doesn't feel like quarantine or like you know there is a pandemic anymore. Yeah, yeah which I think is just scary. To see people wearing masks, I think a lot of people. I mean, at least in 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 DC, people are finally wearing masks. And um, yeah, I think
0: more people are. I basically see like, everybody wearing them. Yeah,
1: I I went to a coffee shop and I got a drink to go, and it's just it just means that things have changed a little bit the way they operate you know the way yeah, there's just less people there around. are less people um you don't even need to use cash or car everything is like yeah. order or you you know use an app yeah and you're you're just picking up drink and, but yeah I, I went to her shop and it just felt it, it honestly was normal i was just wearing a mask that's all it was the only difference um but, yeah, I've just been busy kind of working. I'm just,
0: cool. like... Oh, and you just finished Boardwalk Empire. We were just talking about this. Uh, yeah, yeah, I recording.
1: finished it yesterday. And um, I need to add it to, like, my favorite shows. One of my favorite shows. Not mine. Nice, favorite, yeah, it's but... up
0: there with, with mine. Uh, for the For the amount of problems that I do have with the show, because I think I have <laughs> problems with, like most shows now that I'm when I watch them as an adult you could write
1: you could write an essay on that like oh my problems yeah
0: boardwalk yeah oh yeah I'm sure I could if I was in some kind of college class or something and I had to do this for a film class I would easily write about like you know character structures and like issues and ins and outs about stories (laughs) Uh, on tv I guess and what makes a successful one or in yeah. my opinion though, it's all opinion based though, that's the thing.
1: Yeah, I mean it's quite subjective, but yeah. I mean, you did have some really valid points when um, no, we discussed it just now, but I still feel that um, I just really like this show overall and like yeah, the yeah, ending. I some
0: great actors. I but...
1: like the ending a lot, and I also just love the act. yeah, the cast is great. Yeah, the cast is like stellar. Obviously, the set design and like costume design and everything is just so incredible, and that is really cool. It I, is really and really it these cool. make me cry, and I haven't cried. I honestly have not cried in a film or TV show in like a really long time. Like I'm wow. talking about like years. I haven't. Like, all I'm the not. Time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm super emotional i mean i'll just tear up for i'll tear up on like a catfish episode like it depends on like what's going on in my life yeah
1: that i mean I it, is- you know i don't think it's because um because what i watched was like really sad i mean it's, it, some of it was but i think it was more the the fact that i knew that it was the end you know it's kind of yeah. like i already went in like watching it thinking like okay this is the last episode i'm going to see and i've never
0: cried so hard as the series finale of six feet under
1: and i I think when
0: you hear people talk about it all they talk about is how that is the most emotional hour of television that most people have ever seen it's just so brilliant you're
1: not gonna like this but i heard recently that it's a really overrated show by some people
0: (laughs) Oh, really? Oh, I've I've literally never heard that. I've heard people say that they don't like it, but I've never once heard it's overrated. I've heard people that they don't like it, which is fine. There's some other shows that I've, I think the Sopranos are pretty overrated. I think the end of that show was, uh, I think the hype because it was, like, a new format at the time. It was, like, 99 at HBO. So they hadn't had any shows that were, like, Oz was on before that in HBO. But they never had a show that was, like, a cultural zeitgeist that everybody was watching. And and it had it's no well, commercials. Yeah. They could swear. Like, I mean, there were just no censors. So I feel like people were, like, oh, shit. And it's about the mob. And it's and it's post nine. It was, like, happening before 9-11 and came on while 9 11 had just happened, oh. so and it was like in the same area, like it was Jersey, wow. you know. So it was like the time was really right. But then when you go back and watch it now, like as a rewatch, because it's so many other things have come after it that you've seen that are just such great tight storytelling that you're like, oh, like Bad, like Breaking Bad, like Mad Men. Like, you know, a lot of, like, really long shows that have been, like, cultural zeitgeist mm-hmm. shows, you know, that everyone kind of agrees on, I guess. So Six Feet Under is definitely in the category of, like, a niche show that not many people, either you like it or you, or you really identify with it. But I've never heard that it's, like, overrated. Not well, Not from yeah. anyone. But it's I love it. It's a really great show. I I think I think you would really like it. It's very dramatic and it's very incredible acting. That's kind of what it's about. Um, it's and it's about life on another level. It's not really like a very surface story. It's very like uh, layered. In yeah, place.
1: it's that. It sounds really interesting. I yeah, think. it's cool. So
0: um, yeah, but let's. Uh, and I've also I've been watching The Strain, which is crazy because I've I've seen it already, and it's uh, like a horror like thriller uh by Guillermo del toro and oh, sorry, uh, what is
1: that called
0: the strain oh and it's like this I horror like I it's like fucking you. dope it's a series of books i think it's four books and it came out on tv i think maybe it ended in 17 it might have been on for like four seasons but it ended it's amazing ending the show is like book ended perfectly i've seen it already before but i'm re-watching it and it's called the strain because it's about of like a vampire virus and <laughs> the main character is Corey Stoll and he's an epidemiologist and it's just like it's real close to home right now like they're quarantining New York they have, you see how they like uh, study viruses and, and infections, yeah. Uh, and things that it's really, I'm like, oh god, this is so like real. Like, I, I mean, granted, it's not a vampire virus happening right now, but but it just seems so real with everything they're talking about, like quarantining and like you know, uh, like vaccinations and infections and like how these spread and like controlling the spread. I'm like, oh my god. But it's, it's kind yeah, of I don't interesting. I not think
1: I could watch that right now. But
0: <laughs> Yeah, it, it's cool, but it's, like, supernatural, so it's really cool because it's about these, like, crazy vampire creature things. Yeah, no,
1: he's amazing. I love him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a
0: good one. It's I think it's on
1: Hulu. It's a good one. Cool. But,
0: uh, yeah, let's get into Nowhere. Yeah, Nowhere is the final installment in the Teen Apocalypse trilogy by Greg Rocky. It came out in 97. It literally has every probably well-known 90s actor and into the early 2000s in this movie. Not every, but almost every. (laughs) A lot. A lot of people are in this film. So what are your first thoughts on it? Because I, I mean, I've seen it a bunch of times, so.
1: Okay, my first thoughts are, well, the first one was like, a ridiculously good-looking cast. Yeah. Um, that basically becomes that generation of actors that dominated the early 2000s, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I don't exactly know all of their names, but I know them, you know, I know that I've seen them in other shows and stuff, like, so mm-hmm. many of them. I, was, I mean, there are obviously some bigger actors and, um, like, what's her name? Oh, well, there are some that make, like, quick appearances as well.
0: Yeah, Like, Dennis true.
1: Richards, and, like...
0: I know, it's like, crazy.
1: Yeah, no, it... Yeah, it is crazy, like, everyone is in it. I mean, I guess they also like the director quite a lot, like, I suppose, to, to be... To just do a great be in the film for, like, a couple of scenes. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, like, the rise... It was, like, during the rise of, like, indie... Like, the indie filmmaking scenes. So yeah. I think if you found a really cool script, and you knew that... Like, you might have heard of Dune Generation and might have rented it at that point. It was, like, video rental. So, like, if you rented it and heard about this really weird, trippy movie, and you're just starting out and you're like, why not? This is cool. It's not big budget. Even if you don't get paid a lot, it's, like, just a cool experience. It's a cool
1: project, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah so that that was my first impression, and um, the second, I suppose, was that uh, it's just like really sexual. I feel like
0: yeah, this one is just, more than Doom Generation. It
1: totally is. It's just set pretty much revolves around couples and their relationship. And the thing that stood out the most was that you see um, Dark, the the character mm-hmm. who is um, Jimmy Duval. Mm-hmm. Um, you see him like playing kind of the same role. Like he's just totally utterly in love with with his girlfriend. uh uh-huh. um, Which, obviously, you see him playing that role, too, in Doom Generation. Like He's just, like, really sweet. And, mm-hmm. like... I don't know. he He's, like, kind of adorable, actually. Like, I
0: love James Duvall. Like,
1: <laughs> I guess because in the other film, I, I felt the other actor was sort of, like, overshadowing Hunky. him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. in this film, I, I think of... I see James as, like, oh, he's really beautiful. Yeah. He's just, like... Like you can, I mean, I'm not sure, but who knows, right? But he seems like he's like a really cool person too.
0: Yeah, he does. I've seen like they have a really cool. Uh, they did a Q and A uh, with the cast. I want to say like five years ago. Yeah, I think it might have been for the 20th anniversary or something like that.
1: But maybe- but I ha- I have to right. say sorry. One, oh, one yeah thing like obviously the the music and set are incredible. So no, you no. Know, but but I do feel that. There is no real plot, like there isn't no no. a plot, and I don't. I have to be super honest. I don't quite get the alien part of the story. The
0: oh, the alien that goes around zapping people.
1: Yeah, like I feel like ah, uh, like what is it? Like yeah,
0: you're not. I feel like you're not supposed to get it. It's it's actually a theme that comes up in the show that he had on Stars called Now oh, Apocalypse.
1: Yeah. So okay. like it,
0: like a lot of it is is like is. A lot of the things that are weird are carried without his films throughout his films, but I don't know necessarily that they're supposed to make complete sense.
1: Yeah, because I actually tried to to see if I could find out, like, and um, perhaps it has a double meaning or something, you know? Because a lot of directors do that. Yeah, but like is it. There- I don't know like it, apocalypse it just, the it end it's kind just of everything random, I think
0: I think what I think about the alien is that because this is the apocalypse trilogy yeah I think that and then what dark says at the end of the film where he's like we uh, our generation is going to witness the end of everything
1: yeah, because back then we just just there, they used to think that the yeah. world would end in 2000. Yeah,
0: so I think uh, we were always told that it was going to be uh, either a nuclear catastrophe, <laughs> alien abduction, which is another theme in, in some of his other films. So, you know, you're thinking maybe aliens are already here and this is how the world's ending. They're just zapping people off one at a time. And, like, I'm seeing the apocalypse in real time, but I don't really realize it because I'm on drugs half the time I see this. Yeah. So it's kind of... I think it, that is what I take from it. I mean, who knows? You know, I, I think it's like part of another sign of the apocalypse. Oh, shit, aliens are here.
1: <laughs> well, are so, since we're talking about that, what do you actually think back then? Like in 98, 99, do you, do you think about um, that the 2000 would be the end of the world? And, and how do you think it will end?
0: I don't think I thought that it was the end of the world but i definitely think that at least in commercials and in films and everything there were a lot of we had a lot of alien type movies like we had independence day which was a big deal and we had like i don't know starship troopers like really dumb alien things but there were a lot of alien films in the late 90s that were centered around alien abductions and men in black um, there just were a lot. I mean, they're probably even more than I'm thinking of because I haven't seen a lot of them, but I've seen those main ones, but I'm trying to think of, I personally just know in magazines and stuff, there was a lot of talk of the new millennium and this is kind of, you know, the end of an era. It's the end of a decade. I think at the end of any decade is kind of weird. It was weird last year. I mean, granted, it was weird for a lot of other reasons, but yeah, it was, it, it was you know, when you thought about it, you're, wow, this is the end of a decade. This is the 10s, you know, like the 2010s. So you know that the next decade is going to be something crazy. But I don't think I really thought the world was going to end in, like, 98. Did yeah. you? What did you think? I did. I. Th- you actually did?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, my sister and I used to have, like, insane, like, crazy conversations about this. Like, we genuinely did worry about it. We used to think, like, should we... It's kind of like okay, so I moved to the UK when in well in ninety nine basically, and that was a huge part of that. That's something that definitely influenced my decision of moving to the UK because I th- I thought that the world will end and I and I wanted to to do as much as I could and to try everything. It, I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, I'm not saying like entirely, but I genuinely, it was a huge part of um how i spent 99 i suppose oh because wow so I I it's kind of silly when you think about it yeah but i definitely I mean, I, did I not 15. live
0: my life any differently uh, they, we, we were they just 15 so
1: like you know it's yeah obviously doesn't make a lot of sense now but back then you and you're also a teenager and you're going through all these emotions and like you're so hormonal you know and you're
0: self-centered too i guess i was just thinking about what i was doing really
1: i used to spend so many hours just staring at the ceiling just thinking like what am i gonna do with my life and if i only have two years left or one year left i i want to do everything i like i've dreamt of doing you know so I moved to the cool, UK though. and, like, all of that. But I also took a lot of drugs and party really hard. I mean, we all, I'm sure you did that. Like, we attended to, like, a 2000, like, end of the world party, you know? It, it was, like, a big mm-hmm. deal, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't, like, yeah, I guess so. I mean, did we did you, get crazier than did, usual. Did you but... have that?
1: Oh, okay, because in the UK, or oh, at least in London, do you know that big venue called, um, do you know it? It's called The Dome greenwich like millennium dome did you do you know uh, what that is? i
0: think so hold on let me look it up
1: it's this not offhand it's though. in greenwich and it's just like a shape of a dome sort of thing and it opened like just before and so they had this crazy party like in like oh it's the o2 well, oh, it is Yale 2 now, yeah. Now. It, it's oh, like, okay, yeah. It's been so many... It's basically it such a like huge space, and for a very long time, they didn't know what to do with it. Anyway, oh, there was I a see. huge yeah, I've, I've party, those, yeah. and it was, like... Yeah, it opened on, on December 31st, and I yeah. went to it. And it oh, was wow. like, you just went a party, because we don't you know, like, party really hard, and, you know, I lost a shoe. I mean, it's crazy. That's how wild it was, you know? Oh, I, wow. I went cool. home with just one shoe. Anyway, so, yeah, I, I think it's... um. I, I it made me think about that when I watched the film. Just cool. um, It guess, is it's very yeah.
0: apocalyptic. It is. Apocalyptic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Crazy. Well, this is one of my all time favorite films. So this is kind of weird that I'm watching it I've never dissected it, I guess. I've always just watched I watched it when I was I think 16, I think it was the first time I saw it. either 15 or 16 cause I rented it and the cover in the VHS shop was like, it's Beverly na- Beverly Hills 90210 on acid. Like that's yeah, what
1: I've seen quote that was and I way. was like,
0: fuck, this looks so cool. So then I, I rented it and I think it probably really shaped, uh, what I find shocking because I guess In films in general, and I guess just what I like, I never thought of this as like, whoa, this is a weird, like, sex dream. Like, I don't, I mean, like, it's like all these weird, different, like, forms of relationships and, like, weird sex acts that I had never seen at, at, like, 15 on a film or anything. Oh, yeah. Especially not with people that I knew. Like, I knew a lot of these actors already. Christina Applegate was in Married with Children. Uh, James Duval had already been in Independence Day which was a massive movie and obviously Doom Generation but I'd seen him before and like Rose McGowan like Shannon Doherty like there are people that were in this film that I recognized so it was so weird and I just thought wow this is unlike anything I've ever seen and I loved the clothes and you know just everything I think as a kid I really I guess it really spoke to me. And uh, maybe just I didn't even realize it. I probably didn't realize how much of an impact it would have on me later. But I just thought it was really cool. And it was just like nothing I'd ever seen before. And the music was amazing. And I went out and bought the CD... And, yeah, I mean, we'll talk about the soundtrack, but that soundtrack yeah. is one of my favorites of all it's time. It's incredible.
1: It's amazing. It's so good. Yeah, I agree.
0: So, yeah, I just, I mean, yeah, I really like this film a lot. So it's kind of interesting to look at. Some things I I look at deeply, but when I was watching yesterday, I was like, I don't want to go too deep on this, because if I really break it down, like, yeah, the story's not perfect, but I just like it, you know? I just, I just love the whole vibe, and I love everything about it. So, uh so yeah, that, that's all I have on my first thoughts. Cool. And I don't have much behind the scenes. I just have one tidbit, which is uh, kind of cool, is that obviously it's the third installment in this whole trilogy, which we mentioned before. But Jason Rail, who's hair and makeup, who also did it on the Doom Generation and some other Rocky films, he had all of these Polaroids from behind the scenes in the shoebox and in... 2016 on ID, he actually shared a lot of them and did a little oh, interview cool. And he has an Instagram which I will link on uh I'll link it on the fashion grunge post so you can see it. And if you uh, search the hashtag picks PIX by Jason Rail on Instagram, he that's his hashtag. He posts all these behind the scenes from all the iraqi films that he's worked on. And it's so cool cuz you see like Heather Graham in that blue satin dress. Standing at Venice Beach and you see all the camera crews and stuff behind, you know, while they're doing Nowhere. So it's really cool if you want to see some behind the scenes of Parker Posey. He's really good friends with now. So he has really cool pictures of her and lots of other films and stuff. So it's really cool. That's the only real behind the scenes that I have. It didn't do crazy well at the box office. I think, what, like a hundred and some thousand dollars. But it's a weird film. It's not a box office
1: yeah. Draw, no. you know. I don't, I I'm sure he knew be. that. I don't think he cared. To yeah, cared, yeah,
0: definitely. I don't think he cared. So
1: I don't, I have more like, I don't know if this is like production notes, but kind of. Oh yeah. I That's mean, what? I it, basically, I mean, it, see, I don't know if it is before in, in that category, but um, just that he, the director says that having music playing while he writes is the main element in his creative, pros, creative process. Like, and he, you can tell. Yeah, you can tell. I mean, obviously, music is so important. Like, he's just. And you, yeah, totally like comes through. But he says that he writes certain scenes with, with a specific song in mind. Like, you know, like, I, I suppose music will inspire him to write certain parts mm-hmm. and that like, sets the moves and pretty much the direction for his films. And I, I guess it's obvious. You know,
0: like, there's some I feel that's quite cool, though. Yeah, no, it's really cool. And there's some, there's definitely some scenes that I, that I, I mean, just the song fits so well. And, and some other films, too, but I feel like especially Nowhere, the songs just fit so well. Some like the ones that you like really hear like the Chemical Brothers one oh my god you know like like all of them like the scene the way it's shot the way it is it's just really crazy same with the the London suede or well suede but yeah yeah, like it's it's weird that it's like the London suede yeah um that when you see Juju Fruits party like that just so goes with it I mean it just it just so works well yeah it's just
1: interesting that he thinks that way you know because like he would probably even times it. Like if he knows the song is like three minutes, he's like, okay, this scene has to be like, I don't know, two and a half or three minutes. This has to happen. Like it's such an insane way of working in my opinion, you know? That's cool though. Yeah. No, it's it's really cool. Um, Yeah. And the director also said that most nights of filming were just like a big party pretty
0: much yeah I mean I could totally see that well yeah if
1: you had like a bunch of teenagers on like music playing and it's just like you know it, it I would have loved
0: hard. I would have loved to have been like a PA on that sh- shoot
1: or an extra you
0: know yeah like, well or no but I want to be like behind the scenes like I want to see like how it was shot and like all that kind of like how they put it together yeah that would have been so cool I mean yeah an extra yeah. would be awesome But it'd be super cool to work, uh, to, like, just work uh, alongside of him. He's one of my favorites, Gregoraki. I just, I love his direction so much. And I love that he still does things. Um, You know, like, he still does even current things in some TV shows. Uh, Fun fact is that he was supposed to do a series for MTV, and he did a pilot. Okay. And the yeah. pilot is on YouTube and it's called, I think it's called The End of the World. He's obsessed with Apocalypse. <laughs> and halfway through, I think either him writing or them wanting to shoot it, uh, MTV cut their budget in half. Oh, wow. And then later on, just never picked it up. And it's... Yeah, it it fucking sucks. It really fucking sucks because I think it'd be really cool. Oh, it's called This Is How the World Ends. That's what it. That's what it's called. And um, it's it would have really fucking sucked that we didn't get a show like that. But then he actually did Now Apocalypse uh, on Stars, and I watched the first three episodes, but I didn't have Stars. I had the trial, and then uh, I just didn't. I mean, I was like, I can't pay for this like just to get one show. So um. But yeah, and I don't think that's coming back either. I think that was like one season. But I feel like the show, I was thinking of the show Euphoria. Yeah, which
1: um, I haven't watched.
0: Yeah, like I've seen it. I've just seen it once. Like I've seen like, you know, once all the way through when it was on TV. And I first I didn't like it and I had all these issues with it. And I was like, God, this is like a wannabe like a Rocky. Like this is like... It's, like, using a lot of the same techniques, like, those, those color gelled lights in, in, like, the backgrounds and, like, just the way the lighting is and everything. But then I was like, okay, well, no, it's, this is a new generation, so this mm. might be what Iraqi would do. So I was like, all right, let's not be too harsh on it. So then I, you know, watched it for the story. The story is really intense. I mean, if you think that a kind – it just – it feels – it's really intense for a lot of the subject matter and euphoria to be happening with teenagers – I feel like especially because they are in high school. But it's really, yeah, it's it's really, whoa. You know, I guess obviously the censors have been pushed because teens see a lot more now than than we did. So it's just really intense that it's, you know, a, a teen show. But but yeah, so yeah, he did do a TV show in the 90s, but it didn't end up getting picked up for MTV. But it would have been so cool, I think.
1: Yeah, that is a shame.
0: <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I mean, at least he did other things. You know, he continued to make films, which is awesome, but... Yeah, that's all I have for behind the scenes. And you had, uh, you have your little tidbits. We want to move on to the plot. Yeah. Okay. So I don't. I just took some kind of random notes throughout the story. I just love how it starts. I love mm-hmm. that the very first thing you see is this. You don't really know what it is. And it's like this misty, weird wall, and then the credits like pop, and then it has like this. The title sequence is really cool, and then it just pans down, and it's like dark. In the shower, but it's like this huge white room. Just the way that it looks,
1: yeah. Looks really I love, cool. I, I love that
0: too. Yeah, I love yeah. how it just. I was gonna have that as my f- favorite scene, but it was not really a favorite scene because it's. It's just I just really like how it starts and yeah, yeah, and then it's and I love how the first thing you see is like obviously uh dark like jerking off in the shower but you see his like in almost like intense fantasy sequence that he's thinking of like he's thinking of so many different things at the same time that's
1: my favorite scene is it it's one one of my favorite yeah yeah like the fantasy sequence opening scene where he's like in the shower it's just it's so like what guys do when they're that age and like yeah. he's just like a ball of hormones you know like he's just like basically fantasizing about like a guy and his girlfriend and like
0: and like uh this <laughs> s&m dominatrix oh, Debbie yeah. Mazar. Oh my God. <laughs> like which is so crazy and then of course when you see all of the the titles you see all these famous names <laughs> popping up like could you see all of their names and you're like brian philippe heather graham,
1: yep. heather you're like, graham what? that's it yeah i know
0: you're like what oh my god all these people are gonna be in this movie like rachel true christina applegate <laughs> like, it just doesn't end doesn't. you're like holy shit this is so crazy and like john ritter and like jeremy jordan and all these random people um yeah i just i love darks. yeah intense fantasy that was mine and then i said i love that I also love when you see his room. Obviously, his mom is Beverly D'Angelo, another crazy celebrity, too. And um, I love when you see his room, when they, they just she chases, chases him out of the shower. And then I you know. see his room is this giant painting of himself with yeah. guns pointed at his head. And the way he's standing with his American flag towel um i just love that this- oh no
1: you're just describing my first scene oh no. all of that is in there
0: okay God. well i just really like it um i just said that dark is everything i love his name and also i love that his name is dark in this and then it was uh let's see amy blue was, oh, yeah. blue was her last name in doom generation his name is dark uh, yeah, I just like the, the color. The names
1: are cool. Yeah. yeah, the
0: names of everyone are cool, too. It's like people have the weirdest names, like Handjob, Juji Fruit, Gigi Egg. Fruit Candy. Yeah, Egg. Egg. <laughs> yeah, how weird. And then, But her name's Polly. She's like, my, my real name's Polly, but my That's friends so call cute. me Egg. I know. And um, I was like, God, this is so crazy. And then I love how Dark just films everything. And, and I love that it's, like, this new... Or not new, but it's kind of this early entry into kind of what life is like now because there's super, like, just fluidity. They're not even, like, saying they're by, but, like, his girlfriend has a girlfriend. He doesn't like her, but he's not pissed. Like, you know, he's not going to tell her she can't have a girlfriend. And he also is thinking about this other guy. And it's, like, you know, it's kind of like, whatever. It's not a big deal. Which is, like super cool, that it's not really made into, like, an issue. Like, in some films, it's, like, a huge thing. It's like, oh, shit, I have to, like, tell this person, but it's kind of like, no, this is what it is. Like, we start that way. We start in the story. And I love that when they go have breakfast at uh, (laughs) The Hole, I think it's called, I love that it's just all of the names of their classes. Apparently, they're all in class and school together somehow, too, because they're always talking about, like, are you the only one that goes to class? How's school? So, You get the impression that they're probably in... I don't... They're not in high school. I think it's probably college. Probably. Yeah, like, first year out of high school college or something. Like, maybe, like, city college. Because I feel like it's... They're not in dorms or anything like that. Like, they're, they're living at home. So I feel like it's probably, like just like a chill college but the the classes are so funny one girl asks uh not one girl Alyssa. she asks montgomery like aren't you supposed to be in thermonuclear catastrophes class and then um <laughs> and then someone and then montgomery is talking to um what's her name what's christina applegate's name i forgot her i don't
1: name. remember yeah, yeah i forgot her I name don't.
0: but he's talking to her and then he's like hey oh dingbat her name's dingbat and he's like, hey, Dingbat, will you help me study for my history of lethal em- epidemics midterm?
1: <laughs> I know. It, and she's it, like, so, yeah. <laughs> it's like a, a world on, uh, on its own, you know, what they have there. It's very strange. Yeah, like,
0: it is really strange.
1: Even that cafe or whatever, it's like when they come out and you see it, it just it's, it looks like an abandoned warehouse. Yeah, with a it's weird like,
0: door. They like climb through this like foil or something yeah it, just exactly. looks, it, looks, it like looks like a, really an acid trip. like it's yeah, all the exactly. sky's all purple and it looks all super weird and then i just have ryan and heather graham wow dds <gasps> richardson know. on the beach <laughs> like, i know they go uh, rollerblading i'm like whoa on venice beach which is really cool
1: i know basically that everyone is just so beautiful and not enough in this film Everyone, it's crazy,
0: (laughs) and they're just young and like normal. You know what I mean? Like they just are crazy young and just look like that. You know, I feel like nowadays there's so much like (laughs) there's so much like enhancement going on that you just never know like what anyone looks like. It's just so crazy. Like some, I mean, some of it's out of control, but now I feel like it's so weird to see people that are like normal ish, like they don't have a lot of makeup on. It's super low fi too. Like, the way it's shot. The way it's shot.
1: Oh, yeah. Like,
0: it's not shot in, like, a high def. Well, they didn't have high def, but it's not shot in, like, a glossy way. Like, it's still shot in this kind Uh. of real, like, the makeup's not crazy. You know what I mean? It's just very, like, normal, like, what you would actually wear. Yeah. But, But the world is so crazy around them like you would think that it would be kind of nuts but the world is so crazy around them which is really cool but yeah and then I have at the end I just not the end but after you see Ryan and Heather Graham and like Denise Richards you just keep seeing all these cameos just around you're like holy shit it's so weird and then it just shows everyone and everyone's kink in a weird way like you just see what everyone's up to you're like okay. This person's into this. This person's into that. This person's into pain. Okay. This person's into like. And I think watching as a kid, I was, I was like, huh? Okay. Yeah. I mean, did you understand it? What do you? Say? I mean, I don't. I'm trying to think because I I know I didn't like run away from it. I wasn't like oh this is weird. I was just like okay. Which is apparently what I used to do as a kid. That I've heard that that if something was really scary, I would never react if it was on (laughs) TV, and I would just kind of go like, "Okay, like this is what it is. Like I'm, I'm just gonna like take this as what it is." So I just kind of saw it and was like, "Oh, okay. Oh, cool. He likes to have his uh, nipple rings pulled out by a wrench. All right, man. That's your shit. You know, that's cool. Uh, I'm not doing that nor uh, doing that to anyone else." So yeah, I
1: don't think I even really understood i don't i don't remember it but i don't think i yeah I really like yeah like when that. did
0: you ever see yeah i mean not and it's it's kind of the one thing that's cool about it looking at it now because i obviously obviously didn't think about this when i was watching it but i like how it's not it's not kink shaming like no. 50 shades of gray is which is a terrible <laughs> film but it's very much like a kink shame kind of film like yeah. she like it's very much like oh there's this weird thing that I like to do but like I'm kind of weirded out about it and I have to make you like sign it. Well, granted, I don't know he was some billionaire, but like I have to make you like sign this thing because I don't want anyone to know. But in this one, it's kind of just nope. This is what this person's into. This is what this person's into. Like, and we're not gonna make a big show about it, and we're not even gonna talk about it. That's just like what it is. It's just yeah. part of the story, you know. This is like the relationship that they have. So I, I like that. I like that element. It, it also carries through with and same with uh, Doom Generation. Like that shit was weird, but yeah, it, it was. wasn't it was. like it wasn't like oh god. Like I think if you would have approached a kind of weird threesome in any other film or any other film that I've seen, judging with the characters that seem to be like somewhat judgy, uh, just just judgy in their own world. Most characters are, they have like a set standard of morals that they live by. But I feel like in all of his films, everything is kind of up for exploration, which I, I really like. Yeah.
1: No, that, that is true. Yeah. I, I like that too. I'm, um...
0: Yeah, what did yeah. you think about all the different like weird kinks that were going on? Were you like, what the Ooh. fuck? My friends were like I showed them to I showed this film to them when we were like seventeen and they were like, Lauren's into some weird shit <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I, it's cool. I mean what what's the
1: big You know, I really wish I had watched this like at that age because um it's obviously different now, you know? Like it's not shocking at all or anything, but Yeah. Um I'm trying to think what my view on, on things like this were what was when I was that age, but I never thought Did you oh, know about it? Yeah, because I started watching really like fucked up films from a very young age. And
0: you grew up outside the US where things are not as censored as they are here
1: yeah yeah i mean I literally used to wait till my parents went to bed and then I would be up watching things that I should not be watching like any i mean there were some really fucked up shows in Mexico actually, and like violent like sex, and I was watching sex and 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 you know like not not watching sex I think like sex or violent like sort of um shows or films, you know, but didn't my parents didn't know like they have no idea. Um I was just really curious. I mean I'm so curious. I'm just a curious person, you know? I I, I find it fascinating, but I don't think I thought this is weird. I was just like intrigued by it, you know?
0: Yeah, that's probably the same reaction I have. I was never like, oh, this is fucking weird. I mean, I think I'm more weirded out by extreme I think it, definitely the the extreme scenes in in this in this film which we'll we'll get to in a, in a bit, but they're definitely the more violent ones are way more extreme and, and disturbing than the weird sex stuff and, and like, the weird kinky stuff. I feel like the violence yeah. is way more like, whoa, this is fucking... It, fuck. Yeah,
1: totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I knew from a very young age what rape was. Yeah. Like the whole kinky thing was mm-hmm. like, I was like, oh, I guess this is just... I don't know.
0: Yeah, because it, it's not. It doesn't. It's not violent. No one's screaming. No. So you're you're thinking, yeah. okay. Well, then they're agreeing to this. This is what they want to do. Okay.
1: Yeah. No. I I'd love to go back and to like be fourteen or thirteen again to 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 know what I thought about this. You know.
0: Yeah. I think I'd, I'd also seen uh, Kids by Larry Clark, and I'd seen that rape, and I was like that, which is why like. Both of these directors, so much, but that was more of like a more realistic scene because it was yeah. something that would have ha- like could have easily happened, or uh, you know, passing out at a party and someone you know is the one that ends up doing this to you. It's like that just seemed way more realistic. And the way that way kids was shot, too, was obviously not yeah. shot like a Rocky, but but yeah. And then this and then this uh, this film, too, it's like oh well, yeah, this, this film, too, like the rape is way more it's not oh, yeah it's, it's so, way more like terrifying you know what I mean it's oh, way more like well obviously she's conscious too the, I mean in kids obviously it's like a different situation but but yeah this rape scene I was like oh god like that I remember being really disturbed by that when I saw it when I was young I was just like oh, and I felt really scared I remember feeling like really scared for her because you know you're young and you know obviously you're taught about that as a woman that you're just like oh my god like, this yeah. could totally happen to me, you know, and that's, this guy is that, famous. Exactly.
1: Yeah, you just touched on something really important. I feel like it's very different for women, though, because we men don't really have, they don't grow up having that fear that they're going to be raped. Yeah. Like, that's something very, like, from a young age as a girl, you know, like, you're you're something that you're exposed to. Yeah. You know?
0: And like, and it always like throughout your whole life, you know, it's not yeah. something that goes. Yeah. Like away. you can't
1: even like you think about going to a party, right, or like walking late at night, or if whether you'll be picked up. Or they, I mean, yeah, I think it just your parents made your you really aware as well of the yeah, day, you know, like I was going to parties, but my dad would pick me up. He would never let me just like just get like, a leave. cab or anything, you know. Um. Yeah. Anyway
0: um scary. It's nuts. I also wrote uh, and and the kink topic. Uh, a lot of bondage seems to be the key. uh yep. that's the m- most of it I see. And then I wrote Mina Suvari, <laughs> and she's so young. She's so young, and this is what two years before American Beauty, which is yeah. uh, that was ninety nine. And also, I love that Mel's brother's name is Zero. <laughs> Uh, which is really cool. Uh, her boyfriend in there, and I love the weird apartment building that she lives in that has that weird night. And then when he called oh, the yeah. ringer, it was like, dun, 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 dun. like it was it's like a, cool. it was so weird. And then, then there was that weird figure, you know, where you see that guy holding that dead dog, and then he like blinks and then it's gone,
1: and then oh, she yeah. runs up.
0: Yeah, that was super I weird about and, that. and like that super fucked weird. up and strange. Um... And then, I mean, this isn't like throughout, I didn't touch on everything because some things I wanted to save for the scenes, but I love when you finally get to Juji Fruit's party because it's like, it's one of those films where you hear, it's almost dazed and confused the same way. There's this one party that you know you're kind of getting to at the end because everyone talks about it. And in yeah. Dazing Infused, it's the Moon Tower. And this one, they're all trying to get to Jujifruit's party. And Jujifruit, Jujifruit. And it's Gibby Haynes from Butthole Surfers, which is such a sick band, which I was, thought was super cool. that thought, thought it was him. And I just wrote, It's Gibby Haynes. Um, and then I just kind of, I also wrote, I love Mel and Dark's open relationship negotiation throughout the film. I mean, in different points, it just kind of like comes up that he's like, Yeah, I wish we didn't get with so many people. And
1: well, I don't like that. I feel like it's. I feel like she's just taking advantage. of Well, it yeah. It's so just
0: throughout cute. the entire film, she's just like, "No, I want to like screw around with whoever I want." You know, I don't really want to do that. And he's just like such a lovesick puppy, but he just keeps trying to convince her. You know, like he does it at the party again at Judy Fruits. You know, he, you know, it's like, hey. Like, what's going on? And she's yeah. a bitch. And it's like, no, I'm going to go off with those She is a bitch. Guys.
1: I feel like she's taking advantage of him. And also, she's like... I mean, she probably doesn't mean it, but it's very condescending. Like she's like, oh, you're so cute. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, like... I can't remember what she says, but... Yeah, she does always kind of to me, do that. Kind of like, oh, you're a cute little thing, you know. You're so naive. so Like, that kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, Totally. Um, yeah i kind
0: of like her yeah she's definitely i mean i like her in the in the sense of i like her as an actress i like her as i mean i'm glad that the cast is also super diverse too which is that is so so great so i yeah i also i think as a young as like a 16 year old i was like oh my god this is someone i can identify with too on top of everything else. I was like, wow, and she's really cool. I, I loved her in the craft, just the actress. And mental note, she's 50 and looks exactly the fucking same right now. She
1: Oh, really? She's wow. incredible,
0: yeah. She's like a fountain of youth. It's insane that she's 50. Like the girl from St- Clueless. Like Stacey Dash. She looks exactly the same. I
1: haven't... I don't know what she looks like
0: now. Oh, she looks... Yeah, she looks the same D from Clueless, yeah.
1: Yeah, um, I just think it's, like, really cool that... Um, I, and I guess that's... um something really cool about the director is that he does touches on certain topics that were kind of taboo you know mm-hmm. because like obviously th- there's always been like films about like i don't know like teenagers and like high school and parties and sex but it's all very vanilla and i feel like mm-hmm. he, he portrays a completely different side of what kids get up to you know yeah. it's more like i mean probably to an extreme because i don't think <laughs> you are into like fetish, like at that age, per se. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, no. I mean. Maybe. I mean. I, 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 mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't.
0: I didn't know anyone who was, unless they didn't tell me. But, not me. <laughs> um, um, also, the the bulimia too was really oh, extreme yeah. in in the yeah. earlier. <laughs>
1: I was exactly. like, whoa,
0: they're actually going to do this? Because at first I was like, what are they going to do when they're all standing or, you know, sitting around? I mean, around.
1: I kind of saw it coming when they're eating the cake. Yeah, well,
0: yeah, right before they ate it they're and, like, like looking around. Like, yeah, I was like, uh yeah. And, I mean, I don't like the fact that, obviously, they were binging, but uh, when uh, they're all, like, looking around and, and then they're like, oh, are you going to? And then she's like, no, I'm just going to do a bunch of speed later and not eat for, like, three days. Like, that's yep. what that one girl said. And then the other girl's like, no, I can't. And then, like, egg is the one. Yeah, was that was like, like Kate Moss's
1: oh. diet for a very long time. Speed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Just like, you know, it's now like that's why oh. that you know, she was always so thing but <sighs> that sucks.
0: Um and I have oh at Gigi Fruit's party. I have why does Ducky find out about egg at the party? Why are people calling Gigi Fruit's house on a landline that also is one of my 90s moments is everyone talking on a landline
1: oh <laughs> my god that's so funny Except that guy he has a mobile i thought one of them oh yeah someone
0: probably does but it's like not it's basically or they're like cordless phones it seemed yeah. like it was like a cordless. Oh really
1: oh, okay i, I know that the, mobile i it might be like,
0: but it's like why would they call it seemed like it was at his house like it was like you a don't house call phone. it that you
1: say you say sale here right like a yeah cell yeah, phone. Cell phone. yeah. Or, I, I hate know, that sounds oh, so weird yeah we me. said cell phone
0: yeah Ugh. and yeah mo- mo- mobile because you guys say mobile we, we said mobile. mobile yeah, yeah the first, first time
1: mobile. i said it, people were like oh, mobile yeah like, mobile
0: that's funny uh, i know and i have alien at the party um and then scary murder I oh gross that dude beating him with that can that Campbell soup oh. can the fuck dude yeah I was like whoa this is intense but also this is kind of interesting because maybe I'm thinking that he meant it as a comment on like violence is intensely more terrifying than just regular weird kinky sex because that's kind of what Americans do like we swap out sex for violence we'll show you violence all day all night like we'll show it at eight o'clock at night on tv but sex is extremely censored in this crazy way and why is that i don't know i don't know it's just america's like really puritanical like we i feel like we have this air of of you know oh we're like super open everybody come in whatever you know like we're super diverse but when it comes to like Kind of like morals and values. There's still this very conservative like backbone into like what most what people think should be the values uh, and like yeah. limiting certain things and and like censors and what they're still trying to control. I think
1: it's, it's yeah, it's, it's weird. a weird contradiction actually because I, I did notice that right away when I when I moved here. You know, like yeah, it's um it's just very bizarre that like for example this is the one thing this is a prime example actually when you got to the beach Mm -hmm. like let's say you're okay americans go to a beach in europe on a holiday they are so weird about new like because a lot of of women I mean it's kind of like part of the norm to just be topless at the beach Mm -hmm. you know it's not a big deal at all but Americans get really weirded out by that and yeah they don't know what to do you know it's it's I mean I had conversations with American men about this and they're like I know it's just like boobs oh my god I'm like but it's it's so strange that you still see that as a you know
0: yeah as like a a bad thing or a threat like what is it
1: I don't know. I I mean, I guess it... I, actually I don't, don't care.
0: I mean, I, I feel, guess it's... I, I don't know.
1: There's so many things that are just normalised in the UK. You don't think about them. Like, you're not going to be... Um, you never see guys perving. I mean, they might be looking at you, but it, you get used to it, you know, nudity. You get used to, like, see girls not wearing much at the beach, and it's fine. Like, yeah. It's not a big deal. But it's quite interesting when, when you go to... to a bitch with American friends and they're like "Oh, like they don't they don't know what to do with themselves basically
0: I feel it's- like they restrict it so much that when it comes in like a like a form of uh, like not your significant, <laughs> significant other like a stranger that mm-hmm. it's like they don't know what to do like, they don't, like, they are so, like, deprived. It's even as, yeah. like, teenage boys. Like, God help you. You can't bring teenage, <laughs> like, American boys to, like, a new to speech. You know? Like, they will probably be like, oh, my God. Uh. You know, they're well, not going to exactly. be freaked out. They're not going to be quiet. Yeah. But older, when you get older and they're more mature, they're, like, freaked out. But they're not, like, they're not going to be screaming like a 16-year-old, you know, who would be like, yeah, this is awesome, you know? or whatever, I don't know, whatever boys do, but I would assume that they would be, like, excited about it when they're, like, 16, because they're, like, Yeah, I, will, I would
1: really love to know what what is the beginning of that, or, like, how it all started. I mean, like, why are Europeans just so liberal and open-minded and, like... You yeah, know, like, when it comes to that,
0: like, yeah. When it comes to
1: that and so many other things, right? I feel like Americans are very prudish and...
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, It's really weird. I have no idea. I'm sure there's probably some college class out there that dives completely into all of this <laughs> like for a whole semester. It is so crazy. Um, oh yeah, so I uh, Alien at the Party. Weird. And then um, <laughs> Dark is just like fuck this. I'm, go- I'm out. And then just leaves. And then that's when like, Montgomery comes back and is like, I was abducted by aliens. And I was like, what? And then I was like, what the fuck? And then Dark is just, like, in this doom. Like, he's in this, like, black hole of depression, and you finally think that Montgomery's like, oh, wow, Montgomery's here. Okay, Mel is kind of doing her own thing. Maybe this is the time that they're going to, like, connect, and then turns into a fucking alien cockroach.
1: I know. You never actually see them, like, eating.
0: No. Mm -mm. And it explodes, and then Dark is just left there even more dark and depressed as he ever was. And then that's the end of the film. And then it has that amazing sequence with the titles and all the cast which I love. I have to say I
1: that's love That's like my the favorite. Way, <laughs> I love the cutting done it with the colors. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of like um purple and pink or pu- purple and yellow, I yeah, think. yeah.
0: It's really cool. It's, it's just
1: really cool. Yeah. I mean the whole film felt very like MTV, like MTVish, yeah, you know, did, the like,
0: colors and stuff.
1: It's just a way the way it was a uh, film as well. Yeah. You know? Where it's kind of like, like a document almost mm-hmm. like a document documentary, not document. God. Yeah. <laughs> a document. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> that's what dark does. Dark takes his camera everywhere. Cause he's convinced something horrible is going to happen to him. Like yeah. a, like a spectacular plane crash. And then he's like, you know, I feel it like a pronomination. You mean premonition? I
1: feel like teenagers <laughs> are like that. I mean, yeah. I used to say shit like that all the time. Like, that's true. I kind of,
0: I, I guess I was. I don't know if I was. I don't really remember. I, don't I think definitely,
1: I, ever... I can tell you. You could pay me millions of dollars to go back to be a teenage girl, and I wouldn't do it. It's just such a tough age. Yeah, like, it is. It wasn't fun. You, you, you have all these emotions. You don't know what to do with it. You don't know anything about life,
0: like... What's <laughs> kind of good, though. It's, like, that, that kind of lost innocence when you don't really know how shit life is is, like, what makes teenagers so strong and so ripe for storytelling because they just have no... I, I guess that's why a lot of people are really into, like, youth films. Like, I am... I love films about, like, teenagers or, or like, young adults just because you have such a different view of the world and you kind of don't know how good at the world is sometimes, but also like how bad it is and how tough it is to exist on your own. And you kind of have just this like way of moving through life. That's just really different and that people can just accept in a story. But when you're older, like if you're watching the film where someone's in their thirties, it's like you are automatically implementing this kind of morality that, you know, yeah. oh, no, at 35, you know that's wrong. So why mm-hmm. is this person doing it? Either a sociopath or whatever. Um, so it's it kind of has a different feel. So I like when they're young and you know they're just fucking up and they don't care and, and you're just along for it. And it just – you kind of can just – I guess you have more license as a storyteller too. If you're going to do, like, a realistic but also fantasy type story, you couldn't do that as 30s. It'd have to be different. You know, it'd have to yeah. be totally – it'd have to be taking drugs. And that's the yes. only way that, that you'd be able to explain them just acting crazy. But you don't have to do that in this. Yeah, they do take drugs. T- they take X, But, I mean, they're just doing what they want to do anyway, you know? They yeah.
1: Work. No, you, you're right. It's obviously you have more material to play with and yeah. to explore. But, yeah, I mean, I do miss that. That's probably it. The fact yeah, that, that you're, is kind of it. <laughs> you're, you're, like, fearless, you know? Because but partly is you're, you can't not think of consequences, no. you know, it's kind of, because it comes from a lack of experience because you just don't care. You just do things, not really knowing, <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like, when, when you're 35, 40, you already had, you know, a lot of bad experiences and yeah, you, totally. you, you know what consequences are. But when you're young, you, you don't, but also you don't, not knowing how things are going to turn up to just mean that you're, you're more open to the, Anything.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, moving on to the theme and the mood. Uh, this mood and theme is amazing. This Technicolor LA world. The cinematographer is Arturo Smith, who he's worked with in the past as well. He's amazing. Um, so yeah, that's what I have about that. Production design is Patti Podesta. I mean, the interiors of this film, the rooms that a lot of the characters have are just next level eggs room with all the flowers. And then she has like almost a, s- a row of flowers by her window, like right underneath yeah. her window, which I thought was really cool. Uh Bart's room is my favorite with all the type everywhere. Yeah, like all the 80s. Very cool. And then yeah. it's on his like duvet cover. Uh, and obviously we talked about darks and fucking Mel's when you see the first time you see her and she's literally on the background of that like it looked bathroom. like a twister
1: yeah yeah it it's looks her like a bathroom tw- I yeah, mean that's so, like the coolest bathroom
0: ever so cool and the phone matches her cordless yeah. phone is like red um or white with the red uh dots which is really cool I was like oh my god this is awesome um and then the music we were talking about the music's amazing did you hear that yeah. Radiohead song
1: yes I did yeah I I I didn't know that I mean I know that song but um I don't remember it at the like, I, I don't think I I managed to see where it was played in the film. There is uh, one...
0: There is another Radiohead song, I think, in the film. And it's when... I think when Zero's car gets... gets uh, carjacked by the Atari gang. I think yeah. it's, like, after that when they're driving. It's sometime like that. Or or it's right after um, Ryan Philippe like, drives his car... Like, he's going yeah. towards the party, and then it just has, like, this lull, and then you hear, like, Radiohead in the background. But I don't think it's that song. I think it's another song off the bends, though. Yeah,
1: because um, I don't recall... There are songs that definitely stand out, like, you recognize right away, like, Chemical Brothers, mm-hmm. Massive Attack, yeah. um, Elastica, mm-hmm. really quite early in the film. Um, yeah, the soundtrack is amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's so cool. Yeah, I mean, everything, really, the mood and fashion, I feel like... Obviously, fashion is amazing, but the set design is just so incredible. Like, it feels like an art installation. Yeah, it almost. does. And it's very, like, pop art, you mm-hmm. know? Like, yeah, like what you said, the bathroom with, like, the twisted sort of um, background. Uh, then um, Egg's outfit matches her room. Basically, yeah. a lot of the, the rooms... Uh, or the characters' outfits match their bathrooms, you know? It's, like, the Heresy's flowers. Mm-hmm. And it's just really cool, like, I love that. It'd be um, really
0: awesome if they did a installation, like, of the rooms. Yeah. Like, at a, um, at a something. Like, at, at a, a, like, a, a huge museum, warehouse. Like. Well, something. I feel like they should
1: do, like, um kind of like release it in like, specific sort of uh cinemas they did like uh, they Maybe? Did, yeah
0: they did uh at the metronome oh. in new york uh not oh, cool. this summer but like two summers ago
1: Oh, so they okay. did and they
0: they have done in la like that you would see screenings and stuff sometimes
1: okay that's really cool. yeah
0: so they have yeah. but not on a large scale cause it's because it's obviously such a
1: small film it didn't come out in dvd right no it came no. out on
0: tape like vhs it came out on dvd in other countries but not in the u.s
1: so you have to have so a region-free,
0: like, yeah. DVD player and all that kind of stuff.
1: Oh, okay. Or
0: use it on the computer or something like that. But
1: I think... That's actually weird. I don't understand. Yeah.
0: What, I don't know why.
1: Why, like... I have
0: no idea why. Um, Let's get to the fashion. Cool. What are your... Who are your faves?
1: Okay, so... Mine is,
0: like, everyone, so I kind of want to hear yours specifically.
1: I appreciate, it. like, everyone's fashion. Like, there's some really cool things, um, scenes that, like you know, stand out. But I, I'm I'm just totally obsessed with Egg's outfit because that is the one outfit I would totally wear. You mm-hmm. know, it's like she has this sort of shift dress and it's like a flower print. It kind of looks very like, like it's almost like a texture to it you Know, yeah, I, it, I think so it great. is like,
0: like, uh, it's
1: probably like flowers, applique. Is it applique? I mean, probably, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. When they're like- yeah, I mean, at first I wasn't sure what it was, but then obviously it, it was flowers. Um, and her Mary Jane shoes, mm-hmm. you know, it's like. That outfit, that's basically me. Like, i would wear that. Um, Mini skirts. Like, that's... Everyone's wearing mini skirts, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, Or jeans. Kind of like boyfriend jeans. I do really like one look by... I think her name is Ali. Or Elisha. Oh, Alyssa? Alyssa, yeah. The one that has the
0: boyfriend with the motorcycle?
1: Yes. I mean, she's wearing this really cool black corset. Again, a very 90s thing. Mm -hmm. You know, the... That was made a huge comeback. Um, born with jeans, you know? But mm-hmm. it was like her boobs were bursting I know, out at of the that top. Corset. I was like, oh my God. Hurt. Like. <laughs> like, I it hurt. But I think it's just such a cool way to wear a corset, you know? Yeah.
0: And her sunglasses. She had these like cool red, like, yeah. they were really like wrap around kind of.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I, I think those outfits for me are the ones that like were killer outfits, pretty much. Whoa. What
0: about you? What about um, yours? I have everyone at Gigi Fruit's party. I especially love the two girls that are what and ever.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: one girl, uh, the blonde girl, was on, like, a sitcom in the 90s when I used to watch one growing up, which is really funny. And then also the other girl on the left is in My So-Called Life. Uh, she's, like, one of the main characters in My So-Called Life. And she... It's just so funny that they're both, like, one is what and one is ever. And they have this, like, weird plexiglass thing with condoms on, on it. Like, it's just... Oh, it's yeah, really fucking yeah. weird. Um, I just like that outfit. I love Gigi Fruit. Uh, Gibby Haynes like he's just a weirdy anyway so I, I love his outfit I love the outfits that everyone has when they're playing kick the can at the baseball field and you see them all like lined up and Mel oh, has yeah, that cool like that. red and blue like halter top thing and then she has like yeah, that is the bottom really cool. that's really cool yeah. Lucifer's outfits are really cool uh, Her Mel's girlfriend she has that purple wig when they go eat uh, chow and she has like purple wig or uh, not chow uh, hole Cause they call it chow. yeah. Then they were at the hole and she has the purple wig and she had those really cool like cat eye glasses. Um, I love Heather Graham's uh, satin dress that was like blue. It looked very like Gucci, like Tom Ford Gucci. Yay.
1: Yeah, like I, it probably yeah, wasn't, right. but
0: it it looked kind of like that that kind of vibe. But she was just obviously way trashier. Um, and then who else do I have? Yeah, Mel. I love Mel's lipstick at the at the Juicy Fruits. It's like brown. And then she has, like, yeah, silver, I, and I love I her hair. I hate that
1: about the 90s. I yeah, I just like, love yeah, how 90s
0: it was. I was, like, super 90s. And I love the twister overalls that match the wallpaper. Yeah, no,
1: that is really cool. And then yeah. I
0: just love Dark's outfit. I love his, like, just plain black shirt, and I love his jeans.
1: He looks really handsome in the, in the film. Yeah, he I mean, looks super hot. I mean, he is, but... I don't know. His hair, I mean, he's just, like, everything, you know?
0: Yeah, he looks really good. He also is in Donnie Darko,
1: too. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so, like, yeah. Oh,
1: God, which we have to do. I know!
0: We still have to decide how we're going to do this because if this ever... If Patreon's ever a thing that people want to pay for, then we'll have to review films from the 2000s. But in keeping with our 90s theme... We'll either have to do bonus episodes every now and again. We are going to do one coming up on a film that was released in 2000, but it was filmed in 99, so that's how we're justifying it.
1: (laughs) And we're going to do one on someone really great. Yeah. Just like one actor,
0: basically. Yeah, so so we'll have to figure that out. But I have a whole list of films from 2000 on, and Donnie Darko's on there (laughs) for sure. I mean, there are a lot of films on there that we could do. Uh, yeah, that's all I have for fashion. Let's get to favorite scenes.
1: Yes. What are yours? Cool. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... The the party, the party scene really because it's, like, ecstasy pills, drinking, sex mm-hmm. happening in the middle of the party, <laughs> cool, silver, Kusama-inspired balls floating in the pool. You know, yeah. like... Like, so maybe a lot of people don't know, like, hokusama is i don't know but i mean you kind of yeah i it. do like, Yeah, you know but those i swear like those are the same bowls that she makes in, in one of her installations so like and that was in the 60s so i wouldn't be surprised if, the if like to that took it from there yeah before. She did it seventies maybe I don't know but yeah way before the nineties obviously so I thought that was really cool yeah you know? it was really you can cool. see them for like a few seconds yeah but that's that's my first one. Oh, just, cool. just every just everything that happens there like it, it's just very
0: cool I have that too Judy Fruits party is one of my scenes but so I'll skip to my other one my favorite scene is the Valley Girls in the bus stop because. It's Tracy Lords, it's Rose McGowan, and Shannon Doherty. And they're just the most Valley of all Valley girls. I just love that scene is the most iconic scene to me in the whole film, because that just screams LA and they all have retainers. Like when the alien zaps them and just their retainers are left there. Like, I just think it's so great. They're just, they're just super Valley girls. So that, that's my favorite. I love their outfits too. They're all variations on each other. They all have these like bright baby doll dresses and one's orange, one's red and one's blue. And they have like the same matching barrettes in their hair. That's all teased. Like, yeah. that, that whole look is really cool. just like, So, rhythm.
1: help me to understand what a valley girl
0: is. Oh, okay. So, valley girls are from the San Fernando Valley, which is right over the mountain, uh, like, the north mountain range in L.A. So, when you hear, uh, like, Hollywood Hills... Yeah. the other side of those hills okay. is a valley and that's the san fernando valley and valley but is it Girls, is it a
1: good thing or is it a bad thing um
0: i guess it's kind of seen as kind of uh like, like it's kind of like a joke the way that they they talk but it's been exaggerated there was a film called valley girl i believe i'm gonna look it up now i believe it was in the 80s and i think it's like nicolas cage like who's in that there is actually a new one uh that they've just done but there is an old one uh which i'm trying to find but they have a very uh, yeah it's kind of like du- like a dumb girl you know clueless is kind of it's not valley girl because she's from beverly hills but you know how when they go to that party and they're like ugh it's in the valley Like, it's just, it's really far. It's really hot. That's where a lot of the porn was made in the 70s.
1: So it's not a very nice area.
0: Yeah, it's not horrible, though. It's not horrible, but it's not great, but it's seen as more of like a punchline. The whole Valley Girl talk and speak is seen as more of a punchline. And a very real thing, probably in the 90s. You don't, I mean, you don't really hear it now. I mean, I'm sure, yeah, there's a California accent, but I don't think it's as pronounced as it is in the film and also as it was at that time because you it was kind a of a, no- accent. a novelty. I know, apparently, I've heard that. You
1: do. Like, <laughs> you, I mean, when Matthew met you, he's like, oh, is she from LA? I'm like, nope. <laughs> oh, well, you lived I like there. It. I yeah, I lived there.
0: I mean, I don't, I I had a different obviously, I've had different accents to different places that I've lived, uh, I guess, because. Well, yeah, when I went to school in New York and I came back, I think maybe I'd been there for like two or three months. And my mom was like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, what? What's so funny? And she's like, oh, my gosh, you're saying coffee and you're saying talk like you're saying all this really. And it was more of a Long Island accent. Because I, that's where I was going to school. And then, but I also knew a lot of people from Jersey. I mean, everyone I was around all had this accent, almost everyone. So it was weird when I went there that they, they were kind of ragging on me for speaking, I guess, mid Atlantic or whatever. But but yeah, then I guess when I moved to California, I guess. Because
1: well, you, you were there for a long time. Yeah. So I it makes sense. But yeah. I, I, I love your accent. Oh, I think thanks.
0: I love um, yours too. It's oh cool. Oh, God. No.
1: It's, <laughs> it's weird. It's cool
0: um yeah so the valley girls that that's one of my faves yeah what's one of your other ones because i had juji fruits
1: okay so So, um my second one i mean i mentioned it earlier is the opening scene where um dark is in the shower he's fantasizing about mel and um is it montgomery i think Mm -hmm. yeah right yeah and then um some other unknown person I, i think and it, he, Those, yeah. no, the uh,
0: the dominatrix people, the
1: SNL oh, yeah, people, right? That, oh yeah, of course, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I just think visually, but also what happens when his mom is like, <laughs> "Get out," you know, yeah. and then he's like, gets out the shower. You see his room, and then he drops his towel on the floor, and you. I think it's just. I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. He's just stepping. Uh, into uh, Into jeans because yeah and not wearing any underwear i mean like why would you not wear underwear i
0: think a lot of guys go commando
1: (laughs) i think that's gross and it must be uncomfortable like jeans we as
0: women i don't know people who could never i could never never. i I don't understand how it's not it's not right
1: like i mean i know they were baggy they weren't like fitted but yeah
0: but yes still it's no just...
1: Yeah, so that's my second one. Cool. What,
0: my your... my last one is just, uh, I just love the end with the credits and that oh, the, yeah. the song, uh, Love is I Stronger Than Death. That. Yeah, I just yeah. love it. I mean, there are a lot of things I like, but the thing is, it's hard to find scenes that I like because so many things are like really disturbing. So I don't really want to necessarily say that I like them as in I want to do that or think that it's okay to do that. But yeah. I like A lot of we. I guess I just like A lot of the weirdness And the way it was shot And Just uh, it, Yeah but a lot of them Are just really disturbing I mean A lot, a lot of this, the film Is just kind of Really disturbing So The only Either you're gonna like The violent parts Or you're gonna like When everyone's getting Their weird kink shit So it's like yeah, I like that guy getting the shit ripped out of his nipples. I'll do that. I don't oh care. Oh, like, like, yeah. God. I just don't know one why one anyone one would, one. would ever want to do that. So that's... I don't like the scene, but I like it because it's Debbie Mazar. You know what I mean? Because I know her so well I know, from everything she, else she's been in. So I just think I it's I feel it's like funny. that
1: is kind of who she is in real life. I don't saying she, like she is, but like she it. kind of gives that impression, you know? She's mm-hmm. like... She's like this badass kind of yeah. She just always like. Yeah, and then she's kind of chunky. Yeah.
0: (laughs) She started out as Madonna's hairstylist.
1: Isn't that crazy? I know. Yeah, isn't that crazy? crazy. So cool. Crazy.
0: Um. Oh yeah, that's all I have for favorite, and then I have worst ones. Yeah. My worst scenes. What are yours? I have two.
1: Uh, I have two as well. (laughs) I wonder if they're the same. Um. I doubt it. But okay. Maybe I don't know. Okay, so LB's killing that guy at the party. Mm-hmm. Um, he just gets—I mean, to be honest, from from when he's having sex with his girlfriend, he just seems like a sick fuck.
0: Yeah, like, oh yeah,
1: he's She's like weird. Kind of, he's gonna be really weird. And then you see him killing that guy, and you, he's getting kind of like a kick out of that. Yeah, it, he's you like, know? getting off
0: on it. And like, I'm laughing. like,
1: ooh, that was kind of like.
0: And Dark is like trying to stop him, and then Alyssa is like, you know, she's like, "Oh my god, Elvis!"
1: Yeah, he's just really like disturbing. I find like his aura, everything about him is kind of like, no. um. That's one of mine. Okay.
0: What's your? Uh, one of my worst scenes is Egg being raped by Jason Simmons from Baywatch. Yeah, but that's yeah. Yeah, that, know. that one I was just. But you
1: told me that, that was gonna be, so I didn't put my.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of mine. What's your other? What's your other? My one?
1: other one you're gonna think it's random, but I, I just think it's really gross. Um. Okay, so. The, the scene where there is a plate of food that's been left oh, yeah. for several days, if not weeks, in Dart's room. Um, basically, he steps on it like much later, but it's actually more like just looking at it the first time because it has so much fungus that no. that plate is like a world of its own. Oh, no. And he only, I only find it like extremely disturbing because that kind of happened to my friend. What? So like when we live together this is like my best friend she was like really messy you know yeah like she would have like a pile of clothes everywhere for days and like she would collect all these mugs in her bathroom, and like basically sometimes she would be getting we we'll be getting ready to go out to a party or whatever and I'd be coming into her room and I'll see this mug in the corner like one of five and I'm like what is that I'm like this is so gross like She left maybe, like, some cereal, like, with milk Um, for days. And it was so – I mean, honestly, I said this back then, and it really reminded me. I'm like, that I can see little people living in that (gasps) mob already because it was just how much bacteria and, like, life growing. Did it smell? No, it didn't smell, but it – it wasn't like a lot of milk, but it was like a bit of oh. a tiny bit of milk and cereal, and it was so disgusting. Like. And so, what happened was she was like, she thought it was funny, and she left it there, and we forgot about it. We went out, we had this like, we went on a huge bender of like three days, like partying. Mm-hmm. And so, when we came back on the Sunday, we were lying down, and I by accident, knocked it down and the whole thing oh. fell on the carpet and it yeah. was just so... I didn't step on it, but I was like... I, I almost puked because it just looked so disgusting on the carpet and we couldn't get rid of it. Like, you know, oh it was stained God. and everything. So, I think that's why it's one of my worst scenes. because oh It reminds no. me of that. It's, it happens. This is true. Yeah, like people leave true. shit in their bedrooms. like. Oh, God. I, I couldn't... Um, I,
0: my neck, my last, uh, worst scene was just the death and suicide of Bart and Egg. Like, how it was shot, and just, like, the way they were watching that televangelist on the TV. Yeah. And these, like, traumatic things that happen. Like, Bart's got this insane drug addiction. His boyfriend's, like, gonna, uh, he's in the band with his boyfriend, uh, Cowboy. And Cowboy's just over it, and he just feels like, you know, no one... You know, he's just, like, super lost. You don't really see him much. But what you do see of him, you're just like, oh, gosh, this poor guy. And then just the way that they show their, like... And then also Egg, too. I just... I mean, like, her story was just so, uh, like, awful. I know, because she's so sweet. And yeah. I I was just like, oh, no. So those are my worst ones. Um, yeah, it's a good one. Uh, and, yeah, I have some quotes. You said you didn't have any. Yeah, I actually didn't have any. I have yeah. a ton, but I mean, I not a ton, but I'll just do a few. Uh, one of my favorites is, I'd rather have my ball hairs burned off with an acetylene torch. Um, <laughs> that one's pretty good. That, that's dark. And then I like when Alyssa, uh, when Elvis picks up Alyssa, and then she's like, "Later, tater tots." <laughs> is, yeah,
1: I mean, I, I like sorry. That. Yeah, You um, know, I feel like it's more about the interaction between him and Luc- is it called Lucifer? Yeah, the girl, uh-huh. the friend. Yeah. Um, yeah, because like, they hate each other's guts, and there's a lot of like, "Oh, you're stupid," you know, yeah, like that gross. kind of thing. I mean, it's, and
0: it's she's always yeah, like correcting him. I love. When oh yeah, says, she says yeah. like,
1: "You don't know how to." Yeah, he said,
0: like, I think something's going to happen to me. Like, a pronomination. And she's like, you mean premonition? And he's like, whatever. (laughs) She's like, no, I don't understand how you can have one if you can't even pronounce the friggin' word.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that was funny.
0: And he's like, I am going to lose my temper, Lucifer, and I am going to deck you. (laughs) And she's like, you guys. And she's, like, throwing stuff at him. It's really funny. I have, um, I love when Zero says to Mina Suvari, you're our favorite person in this whole wide scuzz bucket world. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I like that one and then I I like uh, just the beginning of the soundtrack which is cool because it's the beginning of the film where it says LA is like nowhere everyone who lives here is lost Um, yeah that is pretty cool cool. then my last one is tell her the Atari say thanks for the bitchin' wheels bitch (laughs) 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 when they carjack uh, Zero and then they laugh that that weird street gang the Atari gang Um, yeah that's all I have for my quotes but you didn't have any
1: no, I didn't. Oh, yeah. there's so
0: many good ones. I don't even know what I'm going to title this episode. I, I think it might be, it's either Later Tater Tots. I, I really like Later Tater Tots. It's got to be something small.
1: Yeah, that is cool, actually. I actually
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, like it. it's cool. Uh, yeah, what are your most 90s moments? I already said one. one.
1: I don't have moments. I have things. Oh, yeah. 90s. Okay, what are things? I'm, well, Mary Jane shoes and skirts. Yeah. I just, I'm obsessed with Mary Jane shoes. As you know. And, yeah, they're cool. Um, I can't wear them, but they're really cool. I love them. There's nothing I love more in this world, like chunky heels like that. Like, I'm not I'm not into the whole stiletto kind of shoes, you know? Yeah, it's, well, I can't walk in those. They're just not practical. It's just... I just don't. It's not really my. Oh, thing, you don't like how you know? it looks, like visually. On me, oh, it's yeah. too sexy, too glammy. Yeah,
0: no, it's I not. It's not me at all.
1: <laughs> I mean, if I do the the, the 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 like a kitten heel, you know, it's nothing crazy, um, like labutang or anything like that. It's not my my style. But like Mary Jane shoes are super cool, and and I love because I'm short, right? So I, I love like a short skirt or dress because in.
0: Don't oh, make sure to compensate longer.
1: for my for my short legs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool.
0: What what
1: are your
0: My 90s moment uh well one of them was was already it was people talking and contacting each other on landlines that that was just super oh, yeah. 90s. My other moment is very LA specific to the 90s. It's when Dark mentions at the whole that I think Cowboy's like, oh, what are you going to do? And he's like, oh, will you drive me by Aaron's? I'm going to go pick up some CDs. Aaron's was a huge cultural oh, landmark cool. store in LA. It closed in 2005. Unfortunately, oh, I never sad. got to go there. Yeah, I think it was around for like 40 years, but it's a, it was a big deal. And uh, when he says that, it's like, very makes it very like LA specific, and then I think later on he's talking to hand like Dark's talking to Handjob at Juicy Food's party, and Handjob was like, "Oh man, how's your day?" and he's like, "Oh, I spent three hundred eighty-seven dollars on CDs at Aaron's." Like he mentions <laughs> it again, and then he's like, "Oh, what CDs did you buy?" And then that's when Elvis comes and attack him, and I was like, "Damn it! I wanted to know what CDs Dark bought." <laughs> I was
1: like, I was, yeah, that would have like, been mad. cool. Yeah, if he I'm was surprised like, surprised oh, they didn't this, add it on this. there. It yeah, cool to just mention some of the. Um, but yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I actually do have one. Oh, okay. About it, I really like it when they um dark, male and Lucifer like leave the cafe thing, mm-hmm. and they they're in Mel's um convertible, mm-hmm. and they just it's just it feels very nineties, like driving a convertible yeah. in LA and bikini kill in the front. That, yeah, and he has his um cam recorder. You know, mm-hmm. that's like very 90s thing yeah obviously like uh, yeah i wish i had i had one i know i I still wish i had one yeah i still wish
0: i had one like that now
1: i know like just finding
0: one that like the compatibility and like being able to edit it it's like it's a lot of work that i Mm -hmm. that i just don't know if i can get into but yeah that's all i have for the film
1: what about music
0: we did music you want to talk about it some more
1: with did yeah we talked about it well, briefly. Oh, yeah, well, let's go back to it. Well, no, I just... Well, just one comment. Yeah, um, yeah,
0: let's make a, yeah, make a comment. I love everything like on that soundtrack.
1: To me, the soundtrack was, like, British indie rock yeah. invasion. You know, I was like... I wrote
0: shoegaze, metal, and Britpop.
1: Yeah. Well, Britpop, <laughs> but not... Re- I mean, I suppose... Well, but blur. Like,
0: blur. Blur's in... The, uh, she, I like bl- when they
1: blur, put... Blur and rock. Elastica, but it's... Yeah, bef- yeah I, I mean, I guess they are, but they do have some really cool... Moody songs I feel like For me My favorite was like Chemical Brothers mm-hmm. And Massive Attack But then obviously you have like Suede Radiohead um, James Another no. really great British band And Lush? Yeah Isn't Lush on there?
0: Or is Lush in Doom Generation?
1: No I don't think so Okay that's I Doom Generation well, Maybe but I don't, I don't recall Um, I think like, it's, it's quite interesting that Like his music choice For the film Because it's you know, it's really moody, mm-hmm. beautiful music that could have only been inspired by, like, rainy England. So, like, the fact that he's using this music in, like, for his film in L.A., like, it's it's just interesting, mm-hmm. you know? Like, It's pretty cool. Oh, Lush yeah. is on
0: there. I have the moon. It is? Yeah, oh, cool. yeah. I was going to say, I know Lush is on there. And obviously Hole.
1: Oh, well, Hole, yeah. yeah. Dick Nail. I think I'm just more focused on the British band. <laughs> I, I mean, I like Hole and I like... Oh, All the other songs, but I feel like those bands to me stand out because I love Massive Attack.
0: I love Catherine Wheel. Oh, I'm a big Catherine Wheel fan
1: too. So good. It's really good. Everything. Yeah,
0: he's he's really great at the soundtracks. I have to say,
1: he he. Yeah, he's and
0: even throughout his other films, like if you see other ones, they're all great. They're so so good. Mysterious Skins, another one that will have to be. Yeah, you can watch that. Yeah, it might have to be a bonus, but. Uh, that one is like the scores. Oh, it's so beautiful. He has like a lot of Ste in there and, and the guy from uh, Cocto Twins. like that's oh, the cool. score. It's great. yeah, it's really great. But cool. Do you have any other yeah. notes or
1: additions? I don't.
0: This is exciting. I'm excited that we talked for an hour and twenty minutes because I'm, oh the way yeah I could talk oh, wow. about this forever. So I'm excited. You feel like
1: we talked for like forty five minutes. I know.
0: Well, I'm excited I mean, that you liked it because it's really weird, and I feel like I it's kind of my duty to show this film to people who I will like, like it. Because yeah, I was it like you'll like weird. weird. Yeah, you'll like. Yeah. Weird, so yeah, it's really cool. Well, um, this was super fun, and yeah, I guess we will see you on the next one.
1: Yeah, see you. Bye. Bye.